0: Coming up, we're going to talk about project management, why it's on our list of soft skills, and how it can be really valuable to you and your organization. All that and more in just a few seconds.
1: Welcome to Serious Soft Skills, where we help you unleash
0: the power of soft skills. Here are your hosts, Dr. Tobin Porterfield and Bob Graham. Take it away, guys. Welcome to episode 11 of Serious Soft Skills, I'm Bob Graham, and with me again is Dr. Toby Porterfield. Oh, I'm sorry, Tobin Porterfield. I apologize, Toby. Uh- As you probably know if you've listened to us before, or if you're a newcomer, we'll tell you real quickly. We each teach college, we collaborate on researching soft skills, and we both have used and seen others use soft skills in various jobs over the course of our careers. And frankly, we think that that experience and those expertise give us a unique ability to look at soft skills. And today we're going to look at one of those soft skills that is project management. And Toby, we should probably start out first off with defining what project management is and explaining why it fits into our list of soft skills, because most people or some people might be thinking, hey, wait a second, I can take a course on project management in college. Why are you saying it's a soft skills? So can you sort of get us there? Let's
1: start that up. And let's, let's start with, yeah, like you said, what Project management is because it's often uh, we see the term a lot. We'll see it in uh, job advertisements, so it's it's prevalent out there. But it's the term is often misapplied and misunderstood. And and we'll start off with a lot of times people say, oh, well that's time management. And project management has certainly elements of managing your time and applying your resources, but it is a whole nother animal from what we would consider time management. So when I look at project management and teach a lot of courses on it, uh, I start my students with, look, our whole lives, our work life, our home life, you can really break everything you do down into two areas. It's either routine things. It's the things that I just do every day. I fill out my timesheet. I check my voicemail. I go through my email. I do the report. I might run month-end close. So there's things that are just routine that, that you just do, and it's what we do in our business world that just keeps the dollars flowing in. We sell appliances or we develop apps and we launch them. It becomes very routine. But when something moves to the elevation, I'll call it, of being a project, that's important. And so to be a project, some, it has to meet a couple criteria. One is there has to be a start date and an end date. So there's a time component. We, we need to get this done. A big one is that there needs to be a specific deliverable, a definable thing, so that when we're done, we know what we've really accomplished. And then third is the easy one, and that is that it uses resources, but almost everything we do uses resources. So uh, I kid my students, and I say, you know, uh, me losing 30 pounds is something that needs to happen, and and it's a project, but it's not really a project because there's a defined outcome, but there's no start and end date. And so it's not a project, and in reality, it's never going to happen. And that's what we see with organizations, that they need to keep the routine going. They need to do what they do in business. But projects, executing projects, is how they move the organization forward. It's how they launch that new product, open the new location. Uh, and, and for us as individuals, a project, an individual prog- project for us might be to complete a certification, to uh, write that book that you always wanted to write. So, so projects, if they fit that definition of start and end date, use resources and a definable outcome, they need to be treated differently. And there's a mechanical skill set to project management, and this is where you and I get much more interested. There's a whole lot of people skills issues that are in project management that in order to get things done, that integration has to happen. And, And I think that's one of the big reasons it earned a place on our list of soft skills.
0: It didn't. It also, Toby. You did the research, not me, and you went back and looked at all the academic literature you could find on the things that we did to create our list of fifty-five soft skills. Didn't you find some researchers who had clearly put it in the side of soft skills, not technical or hard skills?
1: Yes, and we didn't just pull it onto our list. Although it's an area that's so important to us, but there were studies that were done that said clearly, you no, know, this is a soft skill, and. I would say that there's a good argument that it's not because there are some fields, in engineering particularly, uh, some business fields, certainly some IT fields, that project management is considered a hard skill. It's, it's an important technical skill and learning how to design a project, to do that Gantt chart, that network diagram, time estimates. So there's, some, there's a, a mechanical, technical aspect to it. Um, but it's not universal across fields, even within business where, where we looked at all those Indeed job postings and we saw hundreds of, of occurrences where, where companies were asking for project management skills so specifically across marketing jobs and engineering jobs and, and all over the place, but still within academic training when people are earning their degrees, even across engineering project management doesn't occur in all engineering disciplines. And in business, we normally only see it in supply chain management, MIS. We don't see it in accounting and finance and other areas where it's a skill that we're expected to have.
0: So I guess we can sort of at this point just tell people you have to accept that it's a soft skill for the purposes of this podcast. And probably really to your own benefit, thinking of it as a soft skill probably makes it more valuable to you because you can look at within that context of soft skills and how you interconnect with people, which is really the name of the game anyway, because it's all well and good that you can manage a project, but if you can't do it with other people, it's going to really limit your ability to be effective in any organization of any size. Bob,
1: I believe what we've experienced in actually being project managers, while our titles never had that Project manager title, it's part of what we've done in many career opportunities, certainly in our educational, uh, academic careers. There's been projects. The routine is I have to go in. I have to show up and teach my class. I have to grade assignments. I have to prepare exams. That's the routine. I just need to do that. That's the job we do, and it's what we're expected, and we have to do that. But if we just did that and we didn't develop new curriculum, we didn't uh, develop new research projects, Our organization would really never move forward. We'd be teaching the same thing that we were teaching 15, 20, 30 years ago, and the business world environment would have moved forward, and we'd still be – Flipping, uh, what are we, we used to use those, uh, those overhead glass scenes, right? Oh, yeah. We'd still be flipping those up onto the overhead projector. And, uh, and we've seen things change and, and we had to go through those conversions. And I think they're good examples of projects where we had to say, no, we're going to change what we're doing. We're going to introduce that new course. So that means a series of steps. So, I think we're good on where the projects are different, but I but I think it would be good for us to dig in a little bit because what we also learned as we've done projects is it's great knowing those steps and that sequence of what has to occur, but it's the people. It's the ability to motivate a group of people that makes the difference between whether a project is successful, whether it meets that end date, and whether it meets those stated objectives of what it's supposed to look like. It mostly comes down to getting people to buy in and to do their part. What do you think, Bob?
0: Well, I think I was just, as you were saying that, I was going through all the soft skills that would be involved to managing a project. You have to listen, you have to delegate, you have to uh, manage teamwork, you have to be a leader, you certainly have to adapt to change. Um, There's a collaboration component, certainly. Those are just off the top of my head. So you can see where... Just being a project manager, and we should probably make clear that neither of us believes that project management is just, I'm going to tell you what to do. You you four people are on my team. You do this, you do this, you do this. It's more, hey, guys, what are we trying to achieve, and how can we allocate the resources, whether it's your time, your expertise, or whatever, in mine, to be the most efficient and most effective to achieve that goal? And, I, and I, will, I think we need to make that clear because I always fear that there's someone who just is using these podcasts as an excuse to, to go and say, they said I should manage projects and it's an important soft skill. And I'm telling you right now, clean that office and you clean your office and you do that. Meanwhile, it would be more effective to say, hey, guys, I think if we all cleaned our offices, when the vice president comes around and visits our location, we're probably going to look better, and that's going to mean the chances of us getting raises and additional resources to do new things is available to us. That that's the difference and the distinction. I think we probably need to make for um, I don't want to say legal purposes, but in some ways, maybe so. Yeah,
1: and and I think that that's a great a great example because projects can be these massive new locations, but also if it's got a start date and an end date, hey, the boss is coming in two weeks from the main office and we need to have this place ready. There's a date. What do we want? What's ready look like? Ready looks like everything filed away properly. And so, yeah, we could, we could treat small things as projects, but I think that also brings us to, Another item that comes up in our discussion of project management, that is, we have four groupings of those soft skills. We have those individual skills. We have those nexus ones that we use to to talk and integrate with just another individual. We have the group skills, but we put project management up in the enterprise skills, and we mentioned earlier that when we did our study of the uh, job postings and indeed we found that individuals were required to have project management skills but we intentionally moved it to enterprise and uh bob let's can you help us with why help our uh, our listeners understand why we put it there
0: Well, I'm going to stop for a second because if someone's new to this, they probably have no idea what enterprise, group, nexus, and individual is. So they can go back to episode five, which explains the individual soft skills as we group them. Episode six is the nexus soft skills. Episode seven is the group soft skills. And episode eight is the enterprise soft skills. So if you're completely lost right now, we don't want to bog down the people who have been listening to all these and go through it all again, but you can certainly go back to any of those. And if you're really lost in going, hey, what do they mean when they talk about soft skills in the first place? Go at, go back to episodes one and two, and you'll get our definition of soft skills. And I think we owe people that that careful reminder here, because otherwise I, I, I do this all the time. I listen to podcasts and someone starts talking about something, and I know there's an anchor somewhere, but I can't find it. So um, I think it's important enough when we talk about project management, we're putting it in the enterprise grouping, which is the grouping where I would say we're at the highest level of leadership within an organization. We're in that, we're in that strategic area. We're trying to build a vision. We're trying to achieve bigger things. It's not daily tasks. It's an organizational improvement, organizational change philosophy, approach. And in that area, project management is really about allocating resources, big and small, And as you're a leader, you have a limited number of resources. You have only so many employees, and you have to maximize the use of those employees and also the use of your facilities. If you're operating a warehouse, you can't run it more than 24 hours a day. There's just a limit there. And many operations can't run it more than 8 hours a day or 10 hours a day. So project management, when you start to apply those constraints to it, becomes more of a leadership issue and less of a, you know, a low-level, entry-level employee kind of thing. It's much more about how an organization is going to use project management to achieve its goals and to grow with the right structure of we can achieve this in this time. So, for instance, a new product creating a new product requires a lot of steps. You have to figure out what that product is. You're going to figure out how you have to source the materials. You have to figure out your timing for that. You have to get marketing involved. You have to get pricing involved, finance, shipping, packaging, you know, all those things are part of it, right? Well, that's, that's a much higher level than any person that would be an entry-level employee could manage. That's going to require people at all levels of the organization working together to say, wait a second, we need two weeks to get the boxes that we're going to put the widget in. And the shipping people say, well, if it's going to take two weeks, that's going to put it right in the middle of our holiday rush, and we cannot do it then. That's just not going to work, and leaders in the organization have to referee those various concerns and constraints and come up with the best strategy for the overall organization to achieve that goal that they've set out of creating that new project.
1: Absolutely, Bob, and I think project management is such an interesting one because I do believe that as an individual, I should be looking at my work, and, and, and parsing out and saying, hold it, that's routine. Whoops. This is a project. It needs to be treated differently. It's very likely a smaller project. But one of the items that we've always encountered when, when uh, studying and when teaching project management is that if there is not a, a recognition of the value of project management as a technique, from the highest levels of the organization, then it's going to greatly limit our ability to really use project management to launch those big initiatives. So I think that's what also tipped us over and said, wow, I want that. I want project management as an individual, and project management occurs with a team as a group, so it almost goes in that group. But we said, no, Enterprise. It's got to be alive and well at the top if it's really going to have an impact on the organization. So it lives at many levels, but if it's not at that top, we're really going to have a problem.
0: Well, that's probably enough talk about project management, Toby, because I know my head's swimming with all the ideas, and I feel like the first part, you sort of gave us a lesson in uh, project management, which I appreciate because I've avoided project management courses so far in my life, even though I've managed many a project. Uh, And I also think we did a nice job of explaining the context within soft skills for project management. So I guess with that, we should probably thank the first-time listeners and certainly the repeat listeners. You're the reason we do this, and we appreciate your support. If you want to support us more, you can always subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play, both of which now feature our podcast. And uh, all you have to do there is just search for Serious Soft Skills If you want to go further to support us, you can rate and review us. And I will tell you, Toby, we're not asking for money from anyone. So we're a little different than a couple of podcasts I've been listening to the last couple of weeks. So again, you can just rate and review us. And the reason we want you to do that beyond we want to know your honest feedback about what we're doing and what we can do better and what you like about this, but it also people who go to podcasts uh, try to make decisions about what to listen to using reviews. So your review, your four-star review, your Five star review tells them, Hey, this is worth your time and energy. So, if that's something that you think is uh, true, please do that. And again, if you think we're lousy at this, please give us a bad review. And Toby's, uh, you, uh, those of you who can't see this, Toby's frowning at the idea. But we want your honest review. And with that, I want to just sort of tease next week. And uh, we do this from time to time. We are not quite sure what we're going to do next week. We have a couple of interviews with people that we've uh, started, and I've got to do some production work on. And we've got, uh, what, four? I think we have 52 more soft skills that we can par- parse out one by one. So who knows what's coming next week, but I can assure you next week it will be something to do with soft skills, and it will enrich your ability to understand how soft skills fit into your life and your organization's life. And with that, I appreciate your time. Thanks for listening. Good day. And Toby, it's my turn to do it this week. Good soft skills. You've been listening to Serious
1: Soft Skills with your hosts, Dr. Tobin Porterfield and Bob Graham. If you like what you hear, then take a moment to review us on iTunes. Looking for more insights on soft skills? Then check out our website, SeriousSoftSkills.com, for blog posts, newsletters, and other resources. And look for a new episode of Serious Soft Skills every Wednesday.